Sleepy Elemental Entrepreneurship Podcast, the show where we discuss the earth, air, fire, water, and spirit elements of building a thriving, successful, creative business and life. I'm your host, Sarah, and we're going to hop right in to our Aries season, spring equinox, astrological new year, reading for the collective The cards came in hot. It was spicy. I'm excited to share it with you. Real quick PSA before we hop into the episode. The fourth round of the 90-Day Sensual Movement Manifestation Challenge is starting on April 1st, and I really want you there. It's a week away. It is a 90-day, very simple somatic practice that helps you tap into your feeling states around the things you want. So for instance, when you think about having more clients or making more money, do you feel the calm, relaxed, confident, everything is being handled sensation that you think you're going to have when that is the case? Or do you feel anxious and worried because you don't have it yet? If what you're feeling when you think about what you want is anxiety or lack or fear or worry or how am I going to make this happen, it actually can keep us prolonging the thing from coming to us. Finding points in our day where we can notice, where am I already resourced? Where am I already winning? Where is it already going well? Where do I already know what it feels like to feel safe and cared for? That's the practice that we spend just a few minutes a day experiencing in our bodies every day for 90 days during the challenge. And it's really a special, beautiful practice. It's one of my favorite things that I offer in my business. And the doors are open right now. We start in just a week. It's not a ton of work. It's not a big commitment. There are only three live meetings um, where I guide movement practices, but the rest of the time you are practicing on your own. It is a very personal practice. There's not a ton of homework. It couldn't be simpler, but it also couldn't be more life-changing and profound. So I really hope that you hop into the challenge this round. It is also very accessible. It is 90 bucks, a dollar a day, or three payments of 33.33. I'm gonna leave the link in the show notes. You can sign up right now. I would love to see you there. It's also a really great time if you need business support to join the Elemental Entrepreneurship Coven. If one of your goals, uh, now that the Astrological New Year is kicking off and all of the retrogrades have ended, is to really buckle down and focus and set yourself up for success in your creative business, the Coven is the place to be to get the education, the coaching, the community, and the support that you need to thrive as a small business owner. And if you want to join both the Coven and the 90 Day Challenge, I have a little gift for you. So I want you to shoot me an email. You just have to send the word both and I will send you the gift. I'm going to put the links for all of these things in the show notes. And without further ado, let's get into your reading. Thank you for listening to my little commercial. Let's go. first day of spring. It's Aries season. It's the astrological new year. Just as I'm saying this, we just hit 11:11 on the clock here on the West Coast. And I am here 
with your Aries season, equinox, astrological new year, reading for the collective. And I'm gonna try to keep it a little tight today. You know, I'll be talking. Um, and also usually I come with a lot of notes, but today I don't have no notes. So you're just gonna get it how it comes. And we're gonna hope that all of the right words come out the way that they need to come out. The cards have been prayed, shuffled, cleansed. I love using my clear the deck spray from the divine eye online one of my clients nicole renee definitely check out the divine eye online and i loved uh cleansing all of my decks for the new year with this spray so we're just gonna get right into it if you're new to these readings we do them at the top of an astrological season it's the same six prompts all the time and these cards y'all they're coming with it so i'm really excited we start with what's going on right now and let me tell you what's going on right now is that you are going beyond normal. You are starting to break out of what you've been conditioned for, what you thought you were gonna do, right? Like maybe what you thought you were gonna do for a living. Maybe you're starting to realize like, oh, I went to college for something and I'm not gonna do that. Or um, I've been in a relationship for a long time and everybody expects me to get married and have kids, but I'm not gonna do that. You're just starting to realize that the path that was laid out for you that you've been pretty much agreeing to for most of your life you don't want to and you're not gonna and you're really coming into like that's not for me this is not my life this is not my path this is not what i want to do i want to do something different and going beyond normal is also about the fact that there is there's the side of intelligence that's about logic and science and math and architecture and that type of intelligence, but art, creativity, intuition, feelings, those are also intelligences. And thinking that like the math, the science, the logical path is a better or more, more superior type of intelligence, um, it's the patriarchy. Um, <laughs> it's white supremacy. It's not true. Both types of intelligence, all types of intelligence, the right brain intelligence and the left brain intelligence, if you want to call it that, both are equally powerful and important. And we're all conditioned under a system that says only left brain, only logic, only decisions completely divorced from emotion, like what makes sense on paper, what's the most lucrative. That's all that we should be thinking about and focused on and we should build our life on that. But that makes for a dry ass fucking life. We are human beings. We came here to experience all the things that we're experiencing. We wouldn't have feelings if we weren't meant to use them as a guidance system. We wouldn't have intuition if we weren't meant to use it. We weren't just given uh, this whole other set of intelligences in order to shit on it. It makes no sense. And you're coming to realize this now. You're coming to realize that like right or wrong, whatever, whether or not it's logical on paper, whether or not it's the most lucrative, whether or not it's what other people think you should do, that's not the only way to live your life. And that's not the only smart choice, right? Making the most lucrative choice that makes the most sense on paper, but being miserable every day of your damn life is not necessarily a smart choice. We don't have to do that. And so you're coming to a place right now where you're realizing that you need to follow your creativity, your intuition, your passion. And even if it doesn't look like what other people expect your life to look like, even if people think you're weird, you don't care. 
you can't care because what's really important in this life is that you're creatively fulfilled and that fulfilled, fulfilled, and that you are happy, that your life has meaning for you. And that's the direction that you're going. So this could be one of two things. One, you're a secret freak. Nobody knows it yet. They're about to find out. The other is everyone kind of already knows and you're just like coming into a new level of, of not give a fuckness, <laughs> a term I just coined. You're coming into a new level of not give a fuckness. This is what happens when I read without notes. Uh, good for you. Embrace the not give a fuckness. It is time. Astrological New Year. When you do your spring cleaning, throw out all the fucks. You ain't got none left. So next. What's blocking you a little bit from stepping fully into, into your full era of not give a fuckness? <sighs> My loves, this card, if I see this card again, every time I get it, I say, if I see this card again, I'm going to fight all of us. I'm going to slap myself. We cannot get this card anymore. Release the dark wound and let love live. You know what the dark wound is? It's perfectionism. It's still perfectionism. The block is still perfectionism. It's still perfectionism. We get this card a little too much. This is why I taught the gifted kid to struggling entrepreneur pipeline workshop. I think a lot of us are former gifted kids. Uh, whether you were in gifted and talented education, you were really good at art, you were an athlete when you were a kid, you got praised for being good at things naturally and getting things perfect. And now as an adult, if you're not gonna be good at something right away, you have no fucking failure tolerance and you don't like to be seen struggling and you're really hypercritical of yourself. You think everybody else is criticizing you all the time. They're not, they don't care. The perfectionism has got us in a chokehold. We have to let it go. There is no way to be perfect at something that's brand new. It's impossible. We need to recognize that love is a much bigger, more powerful, more expansive, more joyful energy than fear. And when we're in perfectionism, we are in fear. When we're in creativity, we're in love. We need to let the love exist. We need to let the creativity exist. Whether this thing you're doing, this thing you're making is going to be like the most commercially successful, gonna make you the most money or not, actually doesn't matter. You need to make it for you. You need to do it for you. So if this is a career and life path thing, this going beyond normal thing, if some of your fear is like, I need to make a huge living, would it be okay if you just like made a, a modest but enough living and you were happy and doing your soul work? Would that be okay? Um, what is blocking you from being like, it's actually okay if this isn't the most popular thing ever, if everyone doesn't love it, if I don't make a million dollars on it, I still want to make it. I still want to experience it. I still want to build my life around it. This is still the direction I'm going, whether it is the most popular thing in the world or not, because I just need to create it and experience it. But also, we're not gonna know how hard something's gonna hit until we give it time and love and let it grow a little bit. This card is about killing things off before they even have a chance to exist. Uh, for those of you who might be new to me, I'm also a dancer, I'm a choreographer. And a struggle that I have 
frequently when I choreograph by myself is that it's really hard for me to get things done because I'll change my ideas over and over. I talk myself out of them before I've given myself a chance to really see if they work. So something I started doing for myself, I find it very helpful, is I choreograph with other people in the room. I ask my dancer friends to come over and dance with me so that I can set choreography on them because it makes me make decisions and stick to them a little bit longer so I can make something, look at it, evaluate, try, evaluate it, try it a few times to see if it works. And then if I need to make some edits, I can make some edits. But when I'm by myself, I don't even get that far because I talk myself out of my ideas too quickly. So when we're talking ourselves out of all of our ideas too quickly, they never get to live. We never get to see and experience them. We don't get to take them out of ourselves hold them up to the light, have a chance to be like, yes, this works, no, it doesn't work, let me tinker with it. You cannot edit and create at the same time. You gotta just create, do a draft, and then you can edit. Perfectionism is having us kill off all of our ideas before they've had a chance to really exist. I want you to consider what would have happened if your favorite musician got too perfectionistic about their work and you never got to have your favorite song. If your favorite author had gotten too perfectionistic about their writing and you never got to experience your favorite book. Right now, somebody's favorite something is living in your head and you keep killing it off before it's had a chance to exist, to have a life, to touch someone else in the world. We need that work out of your head and out in the world. And the only way we're gonna get it is if you release your fucking death grip and just let it be what it needs to be. It keeps coming to you because it wants to live. It wants to have a life. It wants to have an existence on this planet. You got to do whatever it is you need to do to get that harsh, judgmental, fearful, critical voice out of the creative room. Send it out for coffee while you're creating. Be like, you can come back later when it's editing time. But for right now, bitch, go sit somewhere. So when you are able to like, just like unprivate the cold clutch of perfectionism a little bit, what will the gift be? You get to dream a beautiful dream. Here's something really important about the way this connects to perfectionism. Beauty, right? What does it mean to dream a beautiful dream? There's beauty in the beauty standards, cultural standards, diet culture, airbrush, mass media, everybody looks the same, sense of beauty, right? Going back to card number one, what's normal? And then there's beauty like nature is beautiful, quirky and wild and weird and bioluminescent fish with giant mouths and the way that tree trunks can get gnarled and tangled and the way that mushrooms grow. Weird beauty. Nature is full of weird, wild beauty. That's the type of beauty we want to aspire to. And when we're in this vice grip of perfectionism and we're trapped in what's normal, it's because we're trapped in one picture of what a beautiful life can look like, of what a beautiful business can look like, of what a beautiful woman or man or person can look like, what beautiful art 
can look like. But it can look like whatever the fuck you want it to. Because there's lots of different kinds of beauty and beauty doesn't need to be confined into everybody looking the same. If everything is the same, if everyone's life is the same and follows the same path, is that beauty? Or is it just conformity? Is it just safety? Symmetry is visually pleasing, but not necessarily beautiful. What strikes the eye, what we look at, right? It's a design principle. Three and five are more interesting to look at than four or two. We like symmetry. It makes us feel safe. There's a resolution to it. In music, we like um, a, a major harmonic, right? We like a major chord, but minor chords and dissonance are what build curiosity, excitement, and tension. Beauty doesn't mean everything needs to look the same. So some of this perfectionism that you're experiencing, pull on the edges of it and see where am I plagued a little bit by some ideas that beauty can only look one way that my art needs to look a certain way and that's like other people's shit. My business needs to go a certain way and it's like other people's shit. My life needs to be laid out on a plan that looks like other people's shit. My body needs to look a way that's what other people say and see if that's what's guiding that perfectionism and if you can tear that apart and be like, no, I'm beautiful like nature is beautiful. I'm weird and I'm wild and I have quirks and I have freckles and I have a gap in my teeth and I have one of my eyes is smaller than the other, right? Like what are my asymmetries? What are the ways that I do things that are wild, that are unique to me? We gotta rewild our sense of beauty. Just let it grow without pruning it and manicuring it and putting it into tiny boxes and see what happens when you let some wildness in to your heart, to your life, to your art, to your business, to your plans. It doesn't all have to look like other, peop other people's shit to be beautiful. We gotta let that go a little bit. So once we start releasing perfectionism, we get a chance to experience the unique beauty that is us. The other thing about this card that's important is that there you may have been kind of told that your desire for things to be beautiful and creative is frivolous or not that important, right? Like your desire to have a beautiful, creative, happy life is not as important as like the way we want you to have a safe, um, lucrative, practical life. Um, you know, your desire for things to be fun and interesting, that's not really that important. That's not true. You have a desire for beauty in your life that you are meant to have. That's who you are. It's part of what's important about you. Your desires are part of what's important about you. I don't know if you're planning on joining the 90 Day Sensual Manifestation Movement Challenge. Uh, it's starting on April 1st, but we spend a whole lot of time digging into our desires and understanding that your desires are not here to torture you. Your desires are a guidance system toward who you're meant to be in this world, on this planet, what you're here to do, your desires are important. So your desire for beauty, for things to be different, for things to be interesting, for things to be creative, for you to get a life full of expression, that is important and it is part of who you're meant to be. It's not a flaw, it's a feature. And as you start to release perfectionism, you start to really understand and appreciate that about yourself in a way that starts to allow you 
to connect with other people, to connect with your own creativity, to connect with your creative guidance system and to start to share on a bigger level. And that's what you're here to do. So what's the guidance for dealing with other people during this time? Visions of life beyond death. Look, I'm just gonna say it straight up. The shit that used to be important is just not important to you anymore. That's all that is, right? People are like, aren't you afraid that you're not gonna make enough money? You're like, no, not really, not anymore. I'm really more afraid that I'm not gonna be happy. People are like, aren't you afraid that there's no, not gonna be any job security if you open a business? You're like, no, what I'm really afraid of is dying in a fucking cubicle. That's what I'm really afraid of. The things that used to be important. Aren't you afraid that if you stop worrying so much about what you look like that, you know, you're just going to gain weight and never stop or you're just, you're going to let yourself go? No, I'm not. You know what I'm really worried about? I'm worried about not enjoying my fucking life. That's what I'm scared of. The things that used to be worrying to you are no longer worrying you. You're just, you're coming into a different level of clarity of vision. And I got to tell you, as a bitch who's 40, it happens more and more as we get older, right? Like the older we get every year, we come into a different level of like, oh, the stuff I used to be really afraid of, just it doesn't worry me anymore. And I know that I used to hear that when I was younger and I kind of hated it because I was like, I'm, I'm wise now, I know now, but it's true. Every year that I get older, I'm like, oh, there were less fucks to give. Turns out I could care less. Every year I find that there's less I could care and I'm excited to do it. Oh yeah, the, the people I'm so worried won't like me, I don't even remember them. The people I was so worried would judge me in my 20s, can't, can't recall their damn faces. I just don't care as much. I'm much more worried about, am I happy? Am I fulfilled? Uh, am I creating things that are meaningful to me? Am I making an impact in the world the way I want to? Do my days feel the way I want my days to feel? If I lay down on my pillow and close my eyes and I don't wake up tomorrow morning, was I happy with how I lived my life? Did I do the shit I really wanted to do while I was here? That's what we're talking about. Life beyond death. Like that's the level of sharp clarity that we're coming into. The stuff that used to stress us out and make us worried, we're just not caring as much anymore. And so we may find that we're losing some relationships. And this happens in a lot of these readings that we talk about, like as we step more and more into our authenticity, it is challenging for people. And sometimes we end up losing people along the way. That's okay, let them go. It doesn't have to be contentious. We don't have to fight nobody. Go with God, we love you. I, I support you, but I have to do what's right for me. And if, your role in my life, <laughs> we, all, we all have hater friends and family members, right? If your role in my life is that every time we talk, you try to project fear onto me and talk me out of what I wanna do and tell me I'm making the wrong life choices, I'm just not gonna talk to you that much about what I'm doing, not because I don't love you, but because it's not productive for me. And I need to step away from investing a lot of my time and energy in people who have a vested interest in keeping me behaving the way they feel comfortable with me behaving. Right, that's a, it's a little bit more in depth way of people who want you to play small. It's really people who want you to behave a certain way because it makes them feel safe and comfortable, right? Our parents, bless their hearts, a lot of the time, there's like, we need you to live your life a certain way because it makes us feel safe and comfortable and we don't wanna have to worry about you. We don't wanna have to worry that you're financially not gonna be okay. We don't wanna have to worry that you're gonna get in trouble, all those things. 
Sometimes it's our friends, right? We want you to behave a certain way. We want you to come out drinking with us. We want you to have a lot of free time so that you can do the things we do. We want you to hang out and complain all the time instead of talking about the projects you're excited about, right? We're just hitting a point where we're like, yeah, all that shit, not important to me anymore. What is important to me is the life I'm building, the things that I'm creating, the art I'm making. I wanna be around creative, inspiring people who are about their own life. And that's the direction I'm headed. You can come with me or not, but the things that used to really make me worried, afraid, the things that used to make me quit, what if people aren't gonna like me? just not caring as much anymore. And that's the path we want to be on. So if you're finding yourself, once again, coming into a new level of not give a fuckness, that's what it is. The things that I used to give fucks about, I find the fuck well depleted. I have no more fuck. The, the bank of fucks, the savings account of fucks I had for this idea of like whether or not people liked me, it's empty. There's no more money in it. It is gone. Okay, so message from our spirits, our higher selves, about this period of time. New birth guarded vigilantly. And in the book uh, for these cards, it talks about how if you get this card along with the release the dark wound card, it's extra amplified. So this is very important for us right now. At the beginning stages of things, they are delicate. They are uh, tender. Right. So if you think about um, growing a plant, you might like have the little seed. You put the seed in a little cup of water uh, or on like a little damp towel. You let it sprout and then you take the sprout and you like put it in a little tiny bit of soil and you put a little guide on it and you put it in the window and then you wait until it's a little bit more sturdy. Then maybe you put it in a pot and you put that pot in the window. You let it rock out there for a while. Once it gets strong, then you put it outside. But during all of these very early phases from seed to strong enough to go outside, it needs a little babying. It needs a little extra attention. It needs to be held close. That's you right now. That's your projects. That's your new life. I was having a conversation with a client recently where we were talking about not talking with her family about the things she's doing. Not because she needs to block her family out, but because her family, with the best of intentions, are fucking haters. And every time she talks to them, they all get together and talk about how they're worried about her and she's making the wrong choices, they're judgmental of her, and it makes her doubt herself. And it makes her think, maybe I'm doing the wrong stuff. She's not, she's following herself, she's finding herself, she's doing new things, she's building her own beautiful life. and. You know, maybe when we have those people, we need to be protective of the thing that we're building and not share it with them until we're like, hey, by the way, the grand opening of my store is next week. Or like, hey, by the way, my store just won an award in the newspaper. They're like, you opened a store? You're like, yeah, bitch, surprise, right? Maybe we don't tell people, do the like, hey, I dropped an album. They're like, we didn't even know you were recording one. You're like, that's right, you didn't because you were gonna ask me if that was a good use of my money and I didn't wanna have that conversation with you. So here's my album, enjoy it. Be protective. Know who you can talk to about what you're working on. And that should be the people who are going to support you, the people who are going to encourage you, the people who are going to say, how can I help? The people who are going to say, that's fucking dope. I'm really proud of you. Those are the people you want to let in on this new thing. The people you can trust with the baby. That's not everybody. That's not everybody. So just know who can you have around 
this project, who can you tell? And who do you need to shelter yourself from during this time while you're really getting yourself solid in this new way of being? So that when you're ready to share, even if somebody gives you negative opinions, it's not gonna make you wobble because you just feel so much more strong in what you're doing so much more fortified in your own convictions about what you're doing. So your spirits are like, keep it close to the chest right now. Not don't tell anybody, tell the people who are going to speak life over you. Tell the people who are going to speak blessings over your projects. Don't tell your hater friends or hater family members. And then your final, guidance for bringing this into form, top of Aries season, beginning of the astrological new year, so on point. Every journey starts with a single step. You don't need to learn more shit. You're ready now. You don't need to gather more resources. You're ready now. You don't need to think about it longer. You're ready now. You're ready now. You're ready now. Everything you've learned in your life, everything you've already accomplished, which by the way, is so much more than you give yourself credit for. Everything you've already done, everything you've already seen, lived through, accomplished, is all you need for this journey. What you also need for this journey isn't more weighing you down. Pack light, like Erica Badu says, you better pack light. You don't need to bring everything plus more, right? Whenever I watch, <laughs> I watch trash TV. If you watch those Real Housewives shows, these girls will be like, you know, they live in LA, they're going to Palm Springs for the weekend. It's like a three hour drive. They're gonna be gone three days. They're bringing like four of the biggest rolling bags. Like you don't need to be that for this journey. You need a backpack. You need a duffel. What you need is lightness. You need the ability to adapt. You need curiosity and adventure in your heart and trust in yourself that you know enough, you've done enough, you're wise enough, your intuition is on point enough that whatever comes at you, you're gonna be able to rock with. You're gonna be able to make the right decisions. You're gonna be able to respond. When we are lighter, more mobile, not carrying as much, we have more freedom to adapt and respond. Emotionally, intellectually, that's where you need to be. Not trying to roll on this trip with every single thing. You don't need an RV, right? You just need yourself in a backpack, thumb out, open to the wind. Where are we going? If part of your perfectionism has been that you're freaked out about this journey because you don't know what every single step on the journey is gonna be, and you don't know where exactly you're gonna end up and that's what's holding you back, stop focusing on that part. You don't need to worry about that part. Don't be so concerned about where you're gonna end or what's gonna happen every step of the way. Little steps over time. How far am I gonna travel today? What am I gonna do today? What small steps am I gonna take toward my heart's desire today. That's enough. That's all you need to worry about. Then do it again tomorrow and do it again the day after that. You're going to bring yourself somewhere beautiful. And again, about nature's wild beauty. The goal isn't to know every single thing and have the most meticulous plan, 
right? We don't want to like, again, about dying. We don't want to end our life the person with the best, most well thought out plan who didn't do shit. That's not the goal. The goal is to get out there and live more, live into it. Have some loose ideas. That sound was my cat knocking things over. Have some loose ideas, have some divine inspiration, have some flexibility and some joy and some childlike curiosity and wonder in your heart and get out there and go live some fucking life and you will make some mistakes and sometimes you'll make some wrong turns and sometimes it won't take you where you want it to take you and you will regroup and you will be able to pivot because you're a resourceful bitch. Okay. I drew a shadow card for us. What's the shadow? It is none other than death herself. We don't want to die, but not in the literal way, maybe in the literal way. We don't want to metaphorically die. We don't want to give nothing up. We want to have this big grand adventure and we want to change and we want, um, you know, all of the things we want, but we don't want to let go of anything either. We don't want to give up our old identity. We don't want to give up our old relationships. Usually this fear of death, metaphorical death, is just scarcity right? Getting into this idea that like, if I don't have these people, maybe I'm not going to have any people. If I don't have this job, maybe I'm never going to make money again. If I don't have this career that I thought I was going to have, maybe everything's going to be bad. It's an inability to see that it's not what I have now or nothing. It's what I have now or everything else. Open yourself up to the idea that on the other side of these deaths, there is a big wide open world that you get to explore. Tons of realities you haven't experienced yet that you're only going to get to experience when you're willing to give up a little bit of what you got now. Not everything, but a little bit. And we may need to let go of some of our own identities. We may need to die every day to a little bit of who we used to be. Do you need to be the person who's always afraid? Do you need to be the person who always needs help? Do you need to be the person with so much untapped potential? Do you need to be the person who makes the most meticulous plans before they start? Do you need to be that, that version of you? Or could you be a different you? Could you be a person who's a little more spontaneous? Could you be a person who's a little more trusting? Could you be a person who relies more on your intuition and knows that you're gonna be able to handle whatever comes? What would you be like if you weren't the you you are now? Don't you wanna find out? You can only find out if you're willing to let some things go, some attachments go. The friends that you have that like want you to hang out and drink every day rather than working on your business, right? The friends that you have that want you to stay up late and party with them rather than getting up early and doing yoga. Uh, it's not those friends or no one. There's a whole world of other friends you could make who want to do the shit you're into now, but you're not meeting them because you don't want to give up the, the stuff you have now, right? Got to be willing to let some things go. It's going to be okay. New things will grow in their place. And our final card, I drew a goddess for us to shepherd us through this time, to give us a message for how we need to deal with this time. And I've never drawn this card from this deck before, but we got Mother Mary herself came through for us today. And she came through inverted. This is the goddess of miracles. And what she says to us is, we stop believing in miracles for ourselves somewhere along the way. We got too rational, we got too logical, we got too caught up in only being able to see what's right in front of us, and we stopped believing that miracles are possible. 
And she wants to remind us that we have the power to co-create with the divine, that everything we want wants us too, that we are magnets for our desires and that with an open heart and with some faith and some effort, we can create anything we want and that the divine is available to support us in that when we open ourselves up. Miracles are still possible for you, not just for other people, but for you. Success and support and joy beyond what you can even conceive of is possible for you and you don't have to know how it's gonna happen. That's what makes it a miracle. Opportunities can fall into your lap out of nowhere at any moment. So I would love to offer you a mantra for Aries season, which is to wake up in the morning, to open your arms and your heart and look up and say, I'm available for a miracle today. That's your homework. I'm available for a miracle today. And that miracle might come through me. It might come through another person. It might come from someone I've never even met before. I am available for a miracle today. There you go. I did it in my time. I'm very excited for myself. Aries season, equinox, astrological new year, reading for the collective. I hope that you enjoyed it. If this hit for you, please let me know in the comments. I'd love to hear it. And if you would like to spend a season exploring your desires and manifesting what you want in your life with me and an amazing group of human beings, I highly recommend you join the 90 Day Sensual Movement Manifestation Challenge. We start April 1st. It's a dollar a day, 90 bucks, uh, or three payments of 33.33. The link is in my bio. Have a great day. Okay, love you. Bye. That's our episode for today. Thank you as always for being here and for listening to the podcast. I know there are so many things that you could be doing with your time. So many things you could be listening to. It is an honor that you choose to be here. Connect with me on Instagram at intuitive edge coaching or join my Facebook group unstuck group to suggest topics or people that you'd like to hear me interview on this show. Have a great day.